This is Tom signing in for the Fight Breakdowns podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora trilogy fight. Having watched the fight, you know, first of all, let me say first I'm going to talk about the technical breakdown of the fight and then later I will discuss the future implications of the fight for Tyson Fury and for Derek Chisora and what I think's next for, for the winner of the fight, Tyson Fury, the heavyweight champion at the moment. Well, who holds one belt with the other three belts being held by Alexander Usyk. So in terms of the technical element of the fight, you know, I think Chisora came out with a good attitude he he brought the fight to fury at the start uh he, he attempted to you know fight him in the center of the ring and close the distance because tyson fury clearly you know being six foot nine and having a nearly 80 eight, around an 83 to 84 inch reach he is someone who obviously is going to be difficult naturally to close the distance on as it happens he also moves well for a man of his size and he has a good jab good right hand so he has good straight shots so it's very hard to get close to him so Derek's best bet like Joe Frazier style or uh, you know Joe Frazier a good example but uh, maybe uh, other fighters, you know, someone like uh, another example, like a Marvin Hagler, um, a fighter that just goes forward, a strong fighter. Um, that's the approach Derek took, similar to Joe Frazier, I'd say he's a good... So I, I'd imagine, I was thinking today, I imagine Derek has studied Joe Frazier because... He, he does have a somewhat similar style, or he can fight in a similar way. So, you know, um, good strategy to try to close the distance. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, so he tried to do that, but unfortunately for him, you know, and he, he did actually, the first round was probably the one, one of, if not the most even round. Um, the thing is, Fury used was using the check hook well. Uh, you know, he was as he was moving back, he was landing the check hook. Fury's a fighter who can fight on the front foot, but also he can fight moving backwards as well. So he was landing that check hook, and he was also whether it was the end of the first or second, he he started to land some big right hands as Derek was coming in. So he was catching him with big rights as Derek was coming in. So as Derek was coming in, Fury was was countering him or preemptively taking advantage of of Derek's forward momentum, catching him coming in with check hooks and pull back right hands. Um, you know Fury does a good job, like I said, fighting off the front foot or the back foot. He also angles off. He uses his footwork well. 
he's light on his feet and he bounces in and out forwards and backwards in and out and a lot of the time Derek's out of range so Derek has to put himself at risk to get into range like I said Fury's taking advantage of that as the fight went on Fury started to land some rear uppercuts and uh, those were the main shots that I saw him having success with the other thing he used a few times was using the jab to come in to land body shots like he'd do like a double jab and then land a left hook to the body and then a right hook to the body which I think is a really good combination um, those you know he, he used the jab effectively but that check hook that rear uppercut and the right hand and then even the combination of the hook and the uppercut along with his combinations when when he backed Derek up to the ropes that was where it you know it was really bad for Derek because Fury was comfortable to let Derek waste his energy come forward and put himself at risk to get hit with his shots when Fury's on the back foot but when Fury started to back him up to the ropes that was when you know we really saw Derek in trouble when Fury was landing multiple punch combinations with Derek's back to the ropes and yeah you know that was where it was clear that Derek was was in big trouble and there were several moments with that in the fight where Derek's backed up to the ropes and you know he's trying to take the shots on his gloves and move his head but Fury was hitting him with some serious shots on the ropes and his combinations looked really really effective and that speaks to the training he's doing with Sugar Hill at the Cronk Gym. And, you know, his punch technique has definitely sharpened up in the last several fights since he started with that Cronk style. I think it was after the second, in the second Wilder fight. You know, he, he's just looked like a different animal in terms of the weight that he's getting behind his shots, the, the technique of his punches. He's getting more of his body weight into the shots. So, you know, he's he's looking more and more like a, a hard hitter and than, than he was previously. Um, in terms of other things technically with the fight, you know, Derek was coming in with his head low. So, like I said, he was, he was exposing himself to that uppercut or that check hook, a little bit Joe Frazier style. Um, you know, like I said as well, Fury, good combinations, good footwork, good and good ring management. You know, the the thing with Fury, like he, he doesn't have to be in the center of the ring. He can fight on the ropes. And he does fight on the off the ropes sometimes. And he can he can fight on the back foot, which not every big heavyweight can. A lot of big heavyweights are just front foot fighters, which means they just want to go forward. But he can fight moving backwards as well. Uh, so he's comfortable there. Um but yeah, in terms of technically in the fight, you know, as as it went on, it just became a bit one-sided. And, uh, you know, credit to Derek for staying in there. He's a tough guy. But as I was listening to Andre Ward talk about the fight, Andre Ward is someone that I've got a lot of respect for in the boxing uh, scene. And, you know, I agree that I think the fight probably did go on too long. And um, this brings to the second part of the conversation or the, the discussion or my speech is that 
I think I think this this fight what well, well I think I think the problem with it is it's a it was a bit too and I, I watched an interview with True Geordie and Tyson Fury and I think that True Geordie raised some valid points and I think Fury knew he raised some valid points, which is why Fury got angry with True Geordie. Uh, which you can find that interview on YouTube. And and to be fair, I respect True Geordie for actually asking the questions that the fans want to hear. Um, because the fight was just a mismatch. And whilst it was a good business deal, you know, Fury's and, and Chisora as well, you know, he takes two to tango. And, you know, but at the same time, Fury could pretty much fight anyone and sell out at the moment because he's a global sensation. He's got Rocky Balboa himself, Sylvester Stallone, saying that he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. You know, um, he's in, and everyone, everyone loves Tyson Fury. You know, he's a social media sensation, and you know he's a global sensation, especially with his journey. That he's and it, it deservedly so. You know, so fair enough for him to make the money. It's not that he shouldn't make the money, but it's similar to like. Uh, you know, Mayweather when he fought Andre Berto in that last fight, you know, in terms of boxing itself, there's no interest in the fight in terms of a genuine uh, competitiveness. You know, yeah, Derek gets paid, that's good for Derek. And, um, you know, Fury definitely, like, the his whole promotion, his family, his team, everyone involved with him makes money. You know, and it's a spectacle, it's an event, and the undercard fighters, it's good for them to all fight on the Fury card. It's a good um, event, you know, to put on it. And from a business perspective, it makes complete sense. But from a pure interest point of view, it doesn't make sense, to be honest, because because we knew Fury was going to do that. So we knew, you know, still sell some pay-per-views, but... It's not going to sell anything like those Wilder fights because there there was some real intrigue about what could happen in the fights, especially after the first fight. And there would be real intrigue still for a Usyk fight or for a Joshua fight. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not hating on the, the event because, like I said, there's a lot of benefits and I think it still does more good than bad by putting on that event because, like I said, the... Fury's whole um, ecosystem of people with the the promotion and other his team will benefit, and then you know Derek and his team and his family will benefit, and then also all the undercard fighters will benefit from getting that exposure, and people went had a good night had a good time it was still a spectacle, and it will bring it's good business. But in terms of the boxing scene, in terms of advancing the heavyweight division and putting on the f- uh, the fights that the fans really want to see, it's not that fight. It's not been done for us for that fight for me anyway. And and that's what True Geordie was saying. I think that's what everyone knows. We didn't get to see anything that we didn't expect to see. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen necessarily in the Fury versus the Usyk or the Fury versus Joshua fight, they're more interesting, and that's why the fans want to see those fights. And you know, we've seen at the end, 
Yusik and Fury stand in each other's face and basically face off whilst Fury's in the ring and you know Yusik's just dead staring him there and that's what that's that's the fight that everyone needs to see the two heavyweight champions yeah he came up from cruiserweight but he's beat legit heavyweights you know he's beat legit heavyweights in Anthony Joshua for the belts and that's and and he beat um Chisora as well already Usyk so that's the fight that needs to happen Usyk versus Fury at Wembley or in fine Saudi Arabia no problem wherever that fight gets made that's the fight that needs to happen um don't want to see the Joe Joyce one yet no disrespect to Joe Joyce but he's just not got to the level of you know he's not a champion heavyweight champion um professional heavyweight champ boxing champion which Usyk is unify the division Usyk versus Tyson Fury Alexander Usyk that's the fight that needs to be made so you know that's what I want to that's from the conclusion of this event if that fight goes through following this this event then that would be a good result for me I, I want to see that fight made in the next couple of months and get a date locked in for Fury versus Usyk and when that happens I would do another podcast talking about the breakdown and and I'll do a pre-fight analysis of how that's going to go because that's one that I will be excited for. That's all I've got for today. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next time.